They say that experience is the best teacher, and the best way to learn from experience is to learn from others who have already found success. For this season of the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, Michael has lined up a great group of successful people who will share their stories of how they got started and some powerful lessons from their accomplishments. He'll also be introducing you to people who are just starting on their entrepreneurship journey to share what they've learned so far. Success is not just about money, and we'll meet some people who have been successful in very unique ways. Entrepreneurship is an exciting journey, and we're glad to be along for the ride with you. Here's your host, the guy who knows a guy, Michael Whitehouse. Hello, and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I am Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself, and today our guest is David Chapman, the rain man of Google Ads. David has been managing Google Ads since 2004. He is an avid skier and races go-karts and sailboats for fun. Owning Webragus has allowed him to live and work in several countries, including Argentina, Colombia, and Italy. He's been kicked out of Costa Rica and nearly drowned three times in one day. We're definitely going to get back to those stories at some point in our conversation. So, David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me. So, our traditional first question for you, David, what makes you awesome? I have an ability to drop the cost per lead dramatically, uh, many times by 50% or more uh, for the clients that have Google Ads accounts and just need to do a little bit better or a lot better. 50% is quite an awesome amount. And it's a very, sounds like a very technical specialty, which, you know, Rain Man of Google Ads kind of describes that. Um, but, you know, I, so, so tell me about kind of like what that, what does that do for a business? What does that mean to them? Well, I have a bankruptcy attorney that uh, was trying to manage Google Ads himself uh, for a few months. And he's in business, been in business for a few years now. And he just started uh, three months ago. And he said that this has been the best three months that he's been in business by far. Wow. And okay. we could spend 50 or 100% more than what he's spending now, but he can't handle that, that extra business. It would swamp him. The guy's the guy's working literally night and day now. Well, that's a good thing. Good that you're, you're working someone to death. No, wait, that's not good. But good that he has all the business he wants <laughs> and, and can control that. That's that's really powerful. So how did you get started with this? How did you become such a an expert in such a specific field? Sure. You know, I just had a knack for it from day one. And I read one article about Google Ads and what you need to do to be good at it. And it was really, it focused on cutting waste and fat and so that's what I focus on. I just looked for where's the waste. I made sure we're tracking conversions. And from there, it's just about pressing the delete button on keywords that don't work, adding negative keywords. And of course, there's a hundred other tricks or a thousand other tricks in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a tool chest that you use. But it's all pretty simple stuff once you learn it. And it just amazes me that there's so many people out there that just don't know how to do it well and have their heads stuck in their sand and in the sand and don't do a very good job. It's unbelievable. Ah, yeah. When you're saying head stuck in the, I was hoping you're going to say sand. Um, <laughs> so what were you doing before this? Uh, so I worked in it and management consulting for a firm on the East coast for a while. And I started Webrageous as a web design firm and I was terrible at it. My first year I made $5,000. That is not so good. Is that because you no. didn't have good lead, lead generation? Uh, poor lead generation and you know, not really the best uh, designs. So it took a long time. It took 10 years to break $50,000. And then it was a lot easier from, from there. 
So uh, I was it, it. It was a slow start because they didn't have a lot of leads, and uh, but then I I got things going, and now the leads just uh, keep rolling in. Mm-hmm. Now, so, so do you just do Google Ads, or do you still do web design, or what's what's the full range of your business? I dropped all of those other things. I dropped SEO. I dropped web design. Uh, I just wasn't. Um, I just wasn't that great at those, and I didn't love it. I didn't have the passion for it like I do with managing Google Ads. Hmm. Yeah, so Google Ads seems like a very specific niche. I mean, it's a solution, obviously, because you you bring in, yeah, you, know, you bring in leads. But uh, do you find a challenge in in getting attention from the market when you're just Google Ads? Well, not at all, because you can be a jack of all trades and master of none, or you can focus on one thing and be great at it, and ultimately you're adding for the right client so much value that they really don't care that you don't handle everything else for them. Because I think a lot of people have come to learn that anyone can say they do Google ads, (laughs) but to do it really well is an art form. And it's just very rare that people really do it that well. Yeah, that that makes sense. And and you're one of the the few people I've met, met in the marketing field who really does sub-specialize like that into just one thing. But, you know, it sounds like done well enough. It could be the entire marketing strategy. You know, like that bankruptcy attorney, he's getting enough getting enough leads he couldn't use anymore. He doesn't need a Facebook ad. He doesn't need, a, you know, SEO. He just needs what you're doing to drive the traffic and it's getting those results. Right, right. It's, it's really all you need for a lot of businesses. So, um, and, and there's just, there's just too many things to focus on if you want to do SEO and web design. I mean, you need a team with a lot of people, and then the magic gets diluted. Mm-hmm. These large agencies that uh, people gravitate towards, they've got 50 employees, and you know, it just gets watered down, and you you, you wind up. It just becomes a numbers game and a revolving door. And you've got these account managers that are managing 80 accounts. And you just can't make a difference when you're managing 80 accounts. Yeah. And of course, you know, if their 50 employees were that good, they'd probably all gone off on their own. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So it's 50 employees who can't or won't start their own business. And and some people don't want to start their own business. They're really good at something and don't want to do it. But, but, you know, if they're as good, you know, as good as you are with, with Google ads, Eventually, like, all right, I'm tired of making someone else a lot of money. Right. Uh, so let's talk about a couple of these interesting things in your your background here. You say you've been coast- kicked out of Costa Rica. Yes. How were you kicked out of Costa Rica? I So um, let me back up a little bit. I moved down there to work as a raft guide. And I tried very hard to get a work visa, but it just wasn't practical. You're talking about, you know, third world country where work visas are very hard to come by and it'd be very hard to navigate all the red tape. Mm-hmm. What happens in, in all reality is you just go down there and you start working and you deal with the consequences later, which usually never come up. Okay. And uh, I mean, I'd walk into the immigration office because there was a woman there that was ra- really pretty. And so I'd walk in there to talk to her. And I, mean, I was there illegally. I'd overstayed my tourist visa. And I was just operating on the, on the belief that I'm, I'm a gringo and they're not going to kick me out. <laughs> and they're not, not going to make it this big of a deal of anything. 
What I didn't know is that, you know, if you, if you upset someone, a complaint's going to be filed and then they have to act on that. And where I was staying, the resort was owned by a guy who um, was a rather unsavory character who um, was doing some not so nice things to his wife. And I decided to rescue her because she asked me to. Um, so I got her out of there and that upset this guy and he filed a complaint. So the police uh, showed up one day. It was uh, four military police with uh, assault rifles who jumped out of a Jeep to go inspect a room that he, com- he claimed that I had destroyed. I hadn't destroyed it. He destroyed it and tried to collect damages. <laughs> and I called my boss when this was all going down. He showed up. And there was a guy guarding the gate with a three-foot machete, and uh, and I was I was rather scared at that at that moment. He just said, "Open the door," and the guy opened the door and let us out. <laughs> and but then about two weeks later, the um, immigration uh, two two guys from immigration showed up, and um, they said, "Look, you know, you need to admit what you're doing. If you don't, we're going to kick you out of Costa Rica forever." You'll never be able to come back. We're going to confiscate your car, your computer, everything you own. So it might be easier if you just tell us what's going on. We know this guy's got some problems. And maybe then you can just leave the country for three days, renew your tourist visa, come back and work illegally because we we really don't care. Uh And that's exactly how it went down. I just left the country for a few days, came back, kept working. Uh, saw that guy every day because he had the boathouse. He uh, had owned the land where the boathouse was, uh, and everything was fine. And he had to pay the damages for the room that he destroyed because I refused to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. So. And so now, is that before you got into IT? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. before. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like quite a quite a life of, of traveling around. And, and so, Argentina, Colombia, and Italy were after your web rages. Yes, that was after the uh, Costa Rica uh, episode. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, yeah, so talk a little bit about, you know, you, it says owning Rub Rages has allowed you to live in several countries. So talk a little bit about the kind of entrepreneurial lifestyle you have now. Sure. So this, it does allow me the freedom because I can't work from anywhere. It really doesn't matter where I am. Most of my time is spent in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a son who's 10 years old and lives in South America. Uh, and so I spend, you know, a few weeks each year down there. That's changing. So now he's going to spend most of his time uh, up up here when he comes to visit. So I won't have to go down there as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I did spend three months in Italy um, back about 10 years ago, which was wonderful. I spent a ski season there and got to learn Italian. And so that was really an amazing, amazing experience. And to be able to speak a language after just, you know, basic, basically after about six weeks and then be fairly conversational after three months, I, I really felt good about that. It was an exciting, exciting experience. Wow. So I'm sure people listen to this and be like, yeah, it must be nice to have a job. You can work from anywhere. Rich jerk. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but but you said when you started, you were making $5,000 a year with your business. So how did you get from a $5,000 a year web design business to a world-spanning um, Google Ads business? I, I just kept at it. You know, I just kept on asking people that I would meet, you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I missing? How do I get uh, more leads? Because I can't, 
it's funny. I do Google ads, but there's some industries that are so crowded that they don't work, right? If you want to promote credit card processing, it's almost impossible. And let's see, I have a few niche strategies. We're doing it for one client that spends 50 grand a month. They're making hand over money, hand over fist. Um, and they just sold their business for an absolutely unbelievable sum. But in, in general, general run-of-the-mill credit card processing, it's, it's just too competitive. The only one that makes money is Google. <laughs> Same thing in lead generation because to be this is the domain of people who are really, really good. And you've got so many competitors out there. You've got hundreds, if not thousands of competitors, all who know the business intimately. They're bidding on the same keywords. Who makes money? Google. And, and the reality is to have any chance of breaking even, you have to accept every client that comes your way. And I don't want to do that because you can't, mm. there's, there's only some clients you can make money for. For some of them, they're unsophisticated. Their website's awful. And Google's the only one that's going to make Your money. So you need to just bid those clients goodbye and move on to the clients where you know you can be successful. And that's part of my secret sauce is I can read between the lines very quickly, look at an account, listen to a client, look at their website and know the, this client, I'm not going to be able to make a difference for them and you walk away quickly. And because that's, you know, half of the people or more that contact me, I can't bid on Google ads because everyone else takes those clients and they make their money on setup fees and everything else. And that's how they can afford to, to, to run those ads. I can't do that because I actually have a conscious mm. conscience and I don't want to just take money and then have it be a revolving door. I wait for the clients where I can make a difference. And those are the ones that I sign up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good to know. Cause I, I often say I'm skeptical of any marketing person who doesn't use the platform that they advertise or that they, right. they promote to find right. me. So right. when right, somebody right, right. sends me a LinkedIn cold message to tell me how great their Facebook ads are, I'm like, that's weird that I'm not getting a Facebook ad from you. And I'm getting a LinkedIn, you know, your virtual right. assistants message me over LinkedIn. Now, if I get a cold approach on LinkedIn, and they're telling me how great their virtual assistants are at generating leads on LinkedIn. I'll be like, all right, yeah, let me look at your copy. Let me see how we're doing this. Um, right. But it is interesting that in some of those fields, it's a good point. You know, lead generation through through Google ads is going to be is not necessarily going to be the best way to do that for that business. Um, and so so how did you end up generating? So that must be a little bit frustrating, knowing that you have this super weapon that you can use for everyone but you. Not everyone but me. It's it's the right client. Yeah, but and, but you use and, for many people, but not you. <laughs> it, it it is a little weird, and I feel a little strange admitting that. And it's probably going to turn off a lot of people. But yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just some industries where it's so hyper competitive that it's just not worth your time or your money. Yeah, and um, you know we do really well for bankruptcy attorneys, and and in that market, you've got five or ten clients in one market not 10,000 clients doing credit card processing or digital advertising. Yep. Right. So that's, that's the difference. There is just less uh, competition, which makes uh, all the difference in the world. That makes a lot of sense. So, so how did you find your clients? Uh, a lot of it's through SEO mm -hmm. and we do use Google ads for retargeting. Um, I've got some great video ads that once people have been to my website, then uh, we're going to hit them up through video targeting. 
so there are definitely options other than just uh, just SEO. But SEO seems to be working fairly fairly well, although it's tough. You know, you have to put you have to know exactly what you're doing, work with the right people, uh, and not hire someone that does black hat, which will get you banned. Hmm. Yep. That sounds pretty huge. So, so, so you said that you you read you, you said you read an article about Google Ads. And that's what got you started on. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And then, how did you go from reading an article to being being an expert? You know, it was just spending enough hours at my desk doing it, and the competition was so bad that it was remarkably easy to do it. I don't know why people didn't get it, and they still don't get it. It's mm-hmm. about just getting rid of waste. And there's a number of tricks to do that. It's, part of it is my degree in mechanical engineering with aerospace applications from Brown. The technical aspect of looking at an account and getting rid of waste, is it's not that hard for me to grasp that. Um, and you know, you got a lot of my competitors running around for lukewarm IQ who just don't understand it. They, they're focusing on, I don't even know what, I don't even know mm-hmm. what they do. What, what do they do? Oh, well, we, you know, they add a few keywords they write a few ads and they set it and forget it. And they just don't have that technical skill to go in there and eliminate the waste and the fat. Right. Yep. Well, and that, that's what I said about, about a lot of marketing agencies out there is their money is not based on results. Their money is based on convincing their clients to work with them, which is a very different proposition than actually getting them. Cause you know, how, how do you measure results? Right. Because you, know, you, get, you get leads, but then do the leads convert? That depends on the website. Do you keep them? That depends on the customer service, the product quality. There's so much to it that if the marketing agency can talk a good game, then they could say, oh, the agency's doing great. I mean, our ads aren't performing, but that's not their fault. You know, I'm not the best salesperson in the world. I'm not mm-hmm. the best talker. And when I speak with someone who is you know, going to do ads, Google ads for the first time. I don't even want to talk to them because I know someone else is going to uh, give them a better sales spiel. (laughs) And I don't even, I don't even waste my time. I know how that conversation is going to go. So unless someone's already doing it, I won't even talk to them. Um, And the, the typical client is someone who has gone through five or 10 different agencies (laughs) And they talk to me, and then at that point, they know something is different. Mm-hmm. There's just something that, you know, I look at their account, I go over it line by line with them, and I point out what the problems are. That's when they know. And so if I can do an account review for someone, and I'm going to point out things that no one else has pointed out before, then that customer is going to be very comfortable uh, signing up. That, that makes a lot of sense. Well, and... Yeah, I imagine that you're you're going to sound very different to them, uh, simply because you're not um, you, know, you don't have that slick pitch, right? And and they've heard all the slick pitches and they know how those end, in right in tears and disappointment. And then they they talk to you and as you say, you know, you're you're not slick. Um, I I'm mean, not. you know, you're clear, right. but you're not slick. Right. <laughs> you, know, you, right. you don't right. sound right. like a you don't sound like a slick, fast talking salesman. Um, right. And I think the vibe they might get is. This guy must be good at what he does because he's not hustling. He's right. He, right, he must right, actually right. have something to deliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's amazing more people don't sign up. You know, they got great reviews. 
video testimonials. Uh, we've got a great results page with, you know, pages and pages and pages of results. All the proof is there. It's a nice website. And uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, as I said, you know, your, your ideal client has been burned five times by agencies because they have to go through that process to learn because otherwise they don't know what they don't know. Right. And right they're right, going right. to deal with this agency who's, who's doing the little, little dog and pony show and says, we've got 50 people working for us. We're huge. We have clients oh like God. blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> not realizing that that doesn't mean anything. Right. Exactly. Especially if 10, of the, if 10 of those 50 employees are salesmen. Right. 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 Yeah. That's definitely one thing I've seen is that, is that there's businesses out there who, um, who can sell the worst garbage simply because they can, they, they have volume. They have a lot of people hitting the phones over and over again. Nobody ever renews, but it doesn't matter because they can just sell more stuff. Right. Right. And, and that's, that's all about. So, so what are, what are some of the tips that you, what are some things you wish people knew? Um, you know, maybe before they have to get burned five or six times, um, that might make them realize that you're worth uh, You know, that you're good to talk to. Right. I wish people would understand, you know, it's not a commodity. It's just very much about not the salesperson, not about the company's reputation. It's about who the heck is going to manage my account. How much experience do they have? And how many accounts are they managing? Because if they're managing 40, 60, 80 accounts, it's very hard to make a difference. Mm, yep. That's pretty big. So, so the people who say that they're so huge and have so many clients, that may not be a selling point. Right. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. I mean, you also, you have a lot of small guys who don't know what the heck they're doing. They're small for a reason. So... Uh -huh. You know, the trick is to find someone who just knows what they're doing. They've got the track record and and going with the one man band or the or the agency that has, you know, three, four five people. And uh, you're going to get some attention from the owner. That's that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. That makes a lot of sense. You want someone who knows enough to get clients, but isn't so big that they that you're a number. That's right. And you want to give people a short leash. If they look SEO, you need to give people six months to a year to deliver results. Um, and with PPC, it's designed to give you instant traffic. And if it's not working after, you know, certainly two, three months, you need to can that agency and move on to the next one. Don't give them six months or a year. It's PPC doesn't take a long time to deliver results. So, so you said is two or three months, is that a long enough test them or, or can you do it even faster than that? Sometimes you can. Sometimes sometimes you need to be a little patient because um, it does take a little bit of time to get the quality score up, do a little bit of testing. Uh, there are times when I can't deliver the goods in the first month. I had one client that kept on getting in the way of himself and that was why that was what was holding him back. I kept on telling him, we need to cut the fat. We need to cut the fat. And he was like, no, 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 I need to keep bidding on these keywords. I'm like, no, you don't. And it took me a year to get this point across to this guy. <laughs> a year, actually, it might have been closer to 18 to 24 months. And finally, we instituted some rules on what gets paused. And then, and only then, did things take off. And it took, uh, you know, he went through 10 agencies before me because the guy was, um, can I say prick on your podcast? Yes, I yes, just, you can. Get, well, I just did, so. <laughs> the, guy, 
the, the guy was such a prick. He had one company that he uh, was working with us on and I wouldn't take on his other company because he was such a pain in the ass. Oh, sorry. You got to bleep that one. Yeah, it's okay. So anyway, um, so he begged me for two years to manage his other account. And the guy was such a pain. I wouldn't do it. And finally I had a bad year. I said, yeah, sure. We'll take it on. And uh, so it took us to, you know, a year to two years to get him straightened out. A year later, he's asking us, how come our bill is 15,000 a month? Well, you know, we're managing two high profile accounts that are very complex. We've got a guy on this full time for you. And he didn't even want to negotiate, just flat out stole my employee. And uh, yeah, <laughs> just flat out stole my employee. I guess, I guess paid him a little bit more money. And uh, but yeah, I'm about to haul him into court for that one. That that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. see, like nothing. A, a moral of that is is to you know if you if you hire an expert, let them do their work. Because really, right. you know, it, it right. makes it yeah. either let them do their work or fire them. But don't get in the way. You know, let them do their thing. Right. And if you don't believe in that, fire them. Let, let someone else do their thing. But you know, give them a chance, especially something like Google Ads. Um, you know, let let, let it run your way, and. And then if that doesn't work after it sounds like three months, you know, let them go and get someone else, but you know, let, let the expert be the expert. Exactly. Yeah. No, at a certain point you really do have to get out of the way. And uh, some clients don't, don't understand that. And those are the ones, I mean, it's really never going to work out for those people that want to micromanage everything. And, it, mm -hmm. and that's the trick is you just get out of the way because you know, it's not going to work, you know? Yep. And, and that's, that's what experience teaches you in business of some customers just don't work or just are not worth it. So you get out of the way. Yep. And don't poach their employees. That all seems like bad form. Yeah. 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 It seems, <laughs> seems a little rude. Um, so, so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Webrageous.com. Webrageous.com. That's like W-E-B-R-A-G-E-O-U-S. Yep. You got it. Com webrageos.com. Well, that is awesome. Do you have any final words of wisdom you would like to leave us with? Well, for the clients that are attorneys, we have a huge bench of experience there. We take on uh, uh, attorneys that have not marketed in the past that want to spend, that are happy spending at least two grand a month plus a management fee. A lot of experience in criminal, family, personal injury, and bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is really hot right now. We're doing really great with, with that. Um, and then outside of that, we look for clients that are already spending at least five grand a month. We have a free account review. And that's really, really, that's what you really want to take advantage of. Because let's say you're not even that serious about jumping ship. Um, take advantage of that offer, because even if you don't sign up, you're going to learn a lot. It's mm -hmm. going to improve your account tremendously. And once you put those things in practice and you say, oh, wow, you know, here's one or two things that David said that have helped me a lot, you know, wait, how come my, the guy I'm using now didn't know that, you know, we've been with them for a year or two, five years, and uh -huh. he hasn't implemented that. What about the other 10 tricks that David didn't tell me about? Uh, you know, what else am I missing? So mm. definitely take advantage of that. Even if you are, you believe you are wedded to life to your PPC guy, take advantage of it, steal my ideas, go ahead. That's fine you're going to be coming back for more ideas in a few months when you realize how powerful those things are that I pointed out and how many things your current guy is missing. Love it. I love that. And, and I love the fact that you learn just by, by brute force. You decided I'm going to learn everything to know about this one thing. 
got really good at it, became a master of it. And, you know, that's something anyone can follow. Anyone can, no matter what, where they are in life, what they're doing, what job they're stuck in, what their, their kids and marriage statuses or whatever, they can pick a passion, drive hard into it and become the master of that particular field. So that, that's a huge thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. So people can find David Chapman at WebRages. If your business is doing $5,000 a month or more in Google ad spending, then take advantage of his free review, steal his ideas, and then probably hire him. So thank you very much for being on the show. Hey, thank you. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv connectcom December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.